we got the music going. We're in the smoke shop around 9.20 p.m., 20 after 9. First episode of the podcast that we're going to start doing regularly. How do you feel, Noah? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I tell you, uh, I tell you what, I'm feeling pretty good. It is a, uh, it's a Monday night and <clears throat> we're in the middle of quarantine two electric boogaloo. And that is why I am smoking weed on a Monday. And I also have, <laughs> no, I also have no job. I'm a full-time volunteer. And a cause... fear of, uh, your own consciousness with lack of a chemical buffer. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's not, okay. That's not where we want to go tonight. No, we don't have time for all that. <laughs> no, we don't have time to unpack. I, it's all a perfectly of that. good excuse. The world is literally coming to an end. Look at the United States. This is fair. Look at the free world. The free world. Free world. Look at quotation the marks. look at the Western world as a whole. My God, we're getting into the. It's we can. I have earned this joint. <laughs> as a twenty year old, I have been through like shit. Not shit. No, but I've been through a lot of once in a lifetime events. Multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> Okay, so you know what we're here to talk about, right? Yes, sir. I believe this is a uh, this is a, 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 a queer interview. This is exactly that. We're here to talk about your experiences. Oh, I see your pins there, gays against Nazis. You got the trans flag, even though you're not trans, just an ally. I appreciate that. Oh well, I do. Who? Uh, and <laughs> we don't have again. We don't have time to unpack all of this. All right, noted for future reference. Thank I you. let. I wear the trans pride pin because I like the fucking colors. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. I do identify as genderqueer. And so while it's not as much of a transition so much. It's just know, sort of a label. It's a change of label. You know, uh, transitioning the label, transitioning mindset, I suppose. mindset and clothing. Mm. And, uh, not, I don't, I don't know so much about voice. I kind of want to be a big Butch Captain Marvel. Oh boy! I want, I want if Carp, if Captain Marvel, and the fucking bartender from Shrek had a baby. <laughs> that's the what bartender I. From Shrek. That's what I want to be. <laughs> I want to be a low, deep voice, big boob Butch Dyke. Noted. Thank yeah. you for that visual. So, so yeah, kind kind of trans, kind of trans. All right. I guess I don't know. So back on to our matter at hand. Sure. So you have known you were homosexual since how long? Oh well, <clears throat> I have known. I uh, was definitely not straight mm-hmm. since about uh, well, grade five. Once I knew what gay was and what the label meant mm-hmm. um around grade five i knew that but around i can remember as earlier as early as grade one having a crush on a boy in class um uh, actually this um uh yep yeah, that was i would have been oh geez seven mm-hmm. and i was like oh wow he's cute like and then you think oh shit aren't and i, I told i told to like i told mom about that and instead of entertaining the idea she shut her right down she's like oh no boys don't think boys are cute and like, bitch what are you oh, talking about oh well she's a great mother but you know she just she's new to all of this. she's got the best of intentions but so did the catholic church when they put all the natives in the ab- in the uh, <laughs> residential schools i don't think they had good intentions i think they had oh intentions. no they had good intentions they were going to reform the savages that was the whole thing oh boy and then they found out that uh, they're not actually savages we're just crazy imperialists <laughs> with no fucking conscience they had perspectives of land in mind and nothing else to quote the terai tribe called red mm-hmm. so you're lighting up a second time because shit's going it's out. hard to get a it's hard to keep a marijuana cigarette lit these days i tell you we're in a shed with but no you know windows. what you know what 
the reason cigarettes stay lit the whole time is because there's accelerants in them. There's accelerants in them. Bad fucking carcinogenic. That sounds chemicals. like a no-no. It is definitely a no-no. And so when your joint goes out, you may get a little disappointed. But remember, and that means it's not it's healthier kill you. than a cigarette yeah. in theory. Give it twenty years. We'll check on the <laughs> on research. The but for now, definitely safer than smoking. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, with, with the topic of homosexuality, like, ever since you started sort of embracing that more, when do you, okay, first of all, when do you think you really started embracing and showing that you were, hey, I'm gay, I'm here to stay, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it? It's actually, uh, it's actually uh, quite similar to the, um, <clears throat> uh, if you look at a graph of, uh, you know, the, uh, the economic health of mm. the United States, oh? and how, uh, you know, there was the Great Depression, and then it, started, it was going really, really good, then boom, Great Depression, then it was going, you know, and what, really what good, and then 2008 Depression, okay. and then, um, like, it went, it goes up and down, right? It yeah. flows. It flows with the season, with the year. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I was, I was like, oh my god. Back in middle school, I was, I was every bit as cringe as a middle schooler, mm-hmm. but also gay. And so it was just loud and obnoxious, and I annoyed some people. And we all annoyed some people. We all annoyed some people. This is true. Yeah. So that's that's when you think you started like embracing it more. Well, I definitely started being more flamboyant mm-hmm. around uh, grade six and seven. And, really? Uh, yeah, grade six and seven, I was like, I was out there, man. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I would. Ne- but that was only really like at school. You know, I'd never yeah. do that kind of shit like around my family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, of course. But I'd wear a bunch of fi- uh, fancy colors. Oh yeah, and, like like stuff to like just pop out in the crowd. Try to get more like attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... Literally, I'm like peacocking over here. Look at me, I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, it was uh, grade six and seven were probably when you the, started the the weirdest like queer years. Of, um, of your queer career. Of my queer career, yes, sir. <laughs> the queer years of the queer career. Good God. Best years of your life, eh? Oh, well. <laughs> grade well, 7 is... Maybe uh, not then. No, but grade 7... Um, oh, no, grade 7 is when I had my first little belt with depression. And Dad told me it didn't exist, and I was, oh, boy. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh that weren't fun. That weren't fun, but I got out of her. You know how I did it? Mm. Right-wing conservatism. Oh, and here I, we go. I was hoping we'd hit this spot, actually. I, I was so, so gay, and I went so far that I decided it was time to turn the dial back 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. I started wearing jeans and belts, tucked in button shirts, plaid, farmer's shirts, work boots. I had it all. My hair was down to my ears. I friggin' like I would keep it short still, but I would let it get long. I'd wear jean jackets. I'd go over to Gramps all the time. I'd be in the woods driving the ATV. I was listening to a shitload of country music I had no business listening to. <laughs> um, uh, and you know, I can still, I can, I, I can assimilate into pretty well any culture, so mm-hmm. long as it means I'm accepted. Oh yeah. Um, uh, and so I, I can be a country gay. Uh, I can be a city gay, mm-hmm. and I can be just about everything in between. I'm like yeah. a shapeshifter that way, because you have to, um, uh, you know, you learn quickly that not everybody feels the same way about that you do. Yeah, uh, about certain things, namely romantic and sexual relations, and uh, so you have to adjust yourself. 
and uh, I chose to adjust myself in that direction. I got involved in provincial and federal politics, and it was actually kind of a rock in time. Uh, Except uh, for that, then you look back now and you realize, oh my lord, I have changed. Literally. Because, like, like I, age, 14, I, I 15, age 14, 15, 16, I was the, I was Stephen Harper incarnate. Oh. I was, like, on board with everything blue. I didn't give a shit. I made up excuses in my head, like, whenever I heard anti-queer rhetoric come out of them. I was just like, oh, that's not actually, like, you know, that's just their personal opinion. You know, they're, right, they're, they're, they're politicians they're, saying they're going to represent their, like, their constituents, not their own views. And, but, uh, no. uh yep. <laughs> no, no thanks. Yeah, I, I was the same way. Because I hung around you and our cousin a lot when we were younger. And that sort of led to the influence, because Kyler has not changed a bit. Oh my god, he has not. He's only gotten older. The, it, you know what? I, I actually got real sad listening to a song by uh, the Rare Americans. We might put it on later, if if need be. But song's called Ryan and Dave, and the first lyrics is, Ryan and Dave are rabble-rousing teenage cousins. Difference is Dave has an off switch, and Ryan doesn't. And that reminds me exactly like our relationship with our cousin. Because we... we don't used to dox him like that. Don't need to say his name and shit. <laughs> I said I said his first name. There's, okay. like, I guess it got to be more than, like, man. Either way, we used to, like, get up to all kinds of mischief, and then you think, oh, we're going to grow up later, and then we did, and then he didn't. And well, now, now he's now saddled. he's got a child. Now he's saddled with a kid at, what, 18, 19 years old? He's 19 now. 19 years old, kid, no job. He had the kid at 18. Uh, had the kid at 18, yeah, no job. And it's, uh, it, it just, I'm so glad that I grew out of that phase, because, like, even then, He's not in a great spot, but he's, uh, it, it's his ideologies too, because, uh, I wouldn't really say ideologies. He's got semi-good intentions, but doesn't really realize when he's saying just outright mean shit. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, uh, when, when I said, Hey man, that's racist. And he goes, what are you so up in arms about? You're acting like a female. And I was like, Oh, a double whammy. And then we'll go say some shit like, like just overtly transphobic. And it's mm -hmm. like, my man. Would you fuck off? You wear like fake knockoff Chinese purple sunglasses. You braid you braid your hair. Like you wear this weird, weird shit and your pants don't go up past your knees. Like, who the hell are you trying to be? Like you you put your hair in fucking Princess Leia buns. Like and you're out here saying that like trans women facial hair looks like shit? Fuck you. <laughs> Man, like, we're getting a little off topic, but it's still interesting, isn't it? Well, I guess. Okay, yeah. let's back then. Let's All right, back so uh, back. Let's, let's circle back. So, fell into a belt with depression because father said it didn't exist. At well, least among not you. because of that. Well, it, ha it, it, you it, fell it into the belt, and the, him saying that I didn't can, exactly help your situation. Okay, that's, I can fucking, I can, I can surmise this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a belt with depression, was super queer and, like, flaming, and then became super conservative and right wing and was like overtly not I wasn't like publicly transphobic. Like I would never say anything to like Out loud a trans least. person at school. Yeah. But in grade 10, I did not fucking believe in that at all. Mm. I thought it was like bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, you want to love who you love. Fair enough. But. You cannot change what's between your legs. And I used to be super anti-abortion as well. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, it was like, just fucking, 
I keep swearing. I'm. I apologize. Oh well, no, it's it's in your nature. I didn't like tell you to do this beforehand. It's you know, no, you know, just less likely, Weak. less likely to get ads. <laughs> less likely to get ads. What are we gonna As try to monetize this? Hey man. hey man, I don't think this is gonna be monetized. You know, an, a, a minor and his or uh, and his of age brother smoking weed in a shed. I don't think there's anything illegal about this. Is there though? <laughs> Either way, all right. Again, backpedaling. So, right. next question about your... Uh, no, so hold on. Okay, you want to keep going? I went to conservative, grade 10, mm-hmm. and then grade 11, I was still conservative, but I was less... I was more liberal in my politics, but I was still very, like, pro-cop, military, like, fucking law and order. Oh, you still are like that. Well, not like law and order. You don't really like cops as much, but, you know, you're all about them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be a fucking cop if a cop was a nice guy. Like, yeah. I wanted like that's a sexy uniform and a cool car. And like, <laughs> go around in theory helping people. That sounds like a wicked job. I'd love to do that, right? But that's what they advertise it to as kids, and then they think cops are. Yeah, and like I never had any negative, uh, negative encounters with the police. You know, I'd get nervous as, well, as I, I, I think I can guess why that was. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly because I'm a. White, white guy blue, with blonde blue, hair and blue eyes. Literally, I'm Aryan and I live in the fucking woods. Like, <laughs> nobody's coming after me. Um, uh, we never get police out here. Oh my god, I wish we would, though. Christ. It's so boring. Well, well. Not only that, but like, man, it, it sucks when you're about to fall asleep at 3am after a long night. And then all you hear is the, the hicks going out and they're side by side. Just... Like, where do you need to be so urgently at four in the morning that you have to wake up everyone else in the neighborhood? Oh, well, they're drunk, so... Uh, oh, well, that's not so great either. Honestly? A good Hick, 40% in of... In Hick culture, in Hick culture, drinking and driving, like, off-road and heavy equipment is kind of romanticized. Mm, yeah. And, like, trivialized. And people just, like, because it happens, like, in the movies, in the shows, in the fucking, like, yeah. music. They're talking about, like, oh, we're, we're drinking whatever the hell and we're tearing up red dirt. Well, you're not tearing it up in your boots. You're doing it in a car. So what are you, yeah. what are you doing drinking, asshole? We're backpedaling. We got uh, back. We, get, we do. All right. So uh, after I, I did ask. Then when grade started... 12. Yeah. Then grade 12, I got, um, uh, oh, goodness. What? In grade 12, I got a little gayer. But I was a still, little gayer. But I was still like You're growing your gay little by little. I was You're still nurturing. Yeah, uh, still very law and ordery. Oh yeah. Um and then first year university, I was actually very army and conservative again. Mm-hmm. Uh because Chandler, my ex uh, boyfriend, was super feminine, and so I felt I had to be the masculine one. So I did that for a little bit. And then second year university, I started being a little gayer. And uh, now here we are, third year, and I feel like I have uh, ascended. Ascended? Yeah, my period, my time alone with myself mm. at the beginning of the quarantine back in March of last year, um, uh, I meditated and I just sat with myself and I smoked and I just thought and I fucking. You, you've ascended to the ninth plane of Aetherius. Literally. I, um, I like just became not self-conscious at all. Started eating really well, working out. That all stopped not soon after. Um, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like you're out of shape. You're still like, you know, healthy. Uh, uh, fucking, I don't know. No, you're overweight, but you're like not, at, you're at the height where it's like, you know, not 
terrible. Ugh. You're you're a little bit overweight. To think of it, it could be way way worse. Oh, 100 percent. You're not one of those guys who drives around in a uh, electric scooter with their thighs drooping out of the side of it. Either way, you are healthy, and mentally mostly because of the quarantine and your time alone that really helped you realize who you were as a person. Exactly. Yeah. Where the hell did I put the light? You heard it here first, folks. You feel like you're queer? Just take a week or two off. And, take and- a week or two. Try a try a month or three. Fair. Jesus, we were in March, April. It's so weird because like you don't really think of the quarantine lasting that long. March, like, April, May. Like yeah, I didn't meet up with people until like late May, early June. You and don't so really you don't like really realize months. how long quarantine was until you listen to like old songs that came out at the beginning of it, and then you're like, holy shit, that was the, we were still in lockdown when this happened. Mm-hmm. Or when you think of old memories. My only my only social day, like that's because I always wanted to bring you with me because you were just someone else to talk to. Uh, was when I made deliveries. And when I did uh, grocery runs mm. to the co-op. Oh yeah, we had a good, we had a great time. Oh yeah, there, man, it was it was excellent. Loved Where's it. the lighter? Uh, the lighter. Where's the lighter? Is it under the. No. Where's ah, the lighter? It's it's between the legs. <laughs> Jesus, how much of that you got left? Uh, not a whole lot, but I'm a, I'm a I'm a stingy man. Fair enough. So, uh, you started being like, uh, you really started embracing yourself around like. Well, it's not really that way, is it? Because, like, after you started, well, let, let's say, um, rather than embracing your homosexuality, like, th- let's just say you acknowledged it. When you came out, when you came in, what, like, fifth grade, right? I came out to a select few friends in fifth grade mm-hmm. when I realized that I liked boys. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I came out publicly in grade 12. Ooh. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I, uh, I was pressured into that. Oh, that's I right. Did yes. I not want to do that. Yeah, by uh, here we are, and you know what? Pressured into it it's by an ex-boyfriend, right. but you know, you would have rather done it on your own terms, obviously. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, so when you came out, that was two, three years ago, right? Uh, yeah, that would have been. Three but years. like you, you've actually acknowledged it for longer, so you've sort of embraced your your gay. Oh yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your sexuality. I just stopped care- hiding it around mum, basically. Exactly, you started being like um, unapologetically queer. Yes, that's the yeah. term I, I coined there. Yeah. So uh, after you started like embracing it more often and being more yourself, do you think there's anything you actually saw or perceived differently now that you like sort of became who you were? I'm yeah. sorry, can I hear that in a sentence? Yeah. You want to try that one again, Chief? Yeah, no, I worded that one poorly. So, after you came out, and after you sort of, like, realized you were gay, was there anything that you looked at differently or felt differently about? <sighs> um, PDA. Really? Yeah, I felt like it was, after I came out, I felt like it was expected a lot more of me. Oh, to and be, like, so with, I with, would, with other guys, you mean? Yeah, and so I would do okay. it a lot. Mm. But yeah, I was not comfortable with that shit. I did not like drawing attention to myself in that regard. Mm. You know, like I like being subtly queer, but that was like this is now some of my first times being like just unapologetically queer in public. Yeah, like you know, kissing, hand holding, whatever. Like and I still then... get nervous if I'm at the fucking if I'm at the big stop. In, oh boy, in, yeah. In, uh, in like Ormucto on the highway. No, 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 no. Or... Um, the one near Moncton. Uh, Silver Fox. Yeah, yeah, but what the hell is the town? I, I don't know. It's on the highway. Either way, when you're at that truck stop. When I'm at that truck stop, man, I would not hold hands with a 
fucking anybody. Just based on the environment? Yeah. Mm. You just do not know who is there. That is a spaceport. That is Mos Eisley's spaceport. What? A wretched hive of scum and villainy. Jesus Christ. What's that Every from? manner of person passes through there. And there's Hang another on. one in, like, near Truro, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. My, uh, Aiden comes from Truro, actually. Um, wh- what does that come from? The Every uh, type of scum and villainy. I've heard that somewhere. Star Wars. Yes. New Hope. Yeah, yeah, there it is. That's and- Ben Kenobi talking to Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, like, you, you change your, uh, you, you code switch based on your environment, but rather than based on race, it's based on sexuality and how you act in public due to it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Which is going to be a tough thing, but in time, I have a feeling that will change because people will become more accepting, hopefully. Oh, well, yeah. That'll probably just be when the boomers die off, if I'm really honest. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's just going to be a generational issue. Like, you can only teach, some things is true, you can teach an old dog new tricks. But you can, but it's much more difficult. It's to a teach lot them. more difficult. So, like, yeah. if a guy, if you tell a ten-year-old mm-hmm. who's heard for the last five years mm-hmm. that gays are bad, yeah. If you tell a, if you teach a ten-year-old that gays are good, they're gonna grow up thinking, like, with the rest of their lives knowing gays are good. Yeah. Um, but if it's if someone who's you, like sixty, if you're fifty and you've been hearing for the last forty-five years mm-hmm. that gays mm-hmm. are bad. It's yeah. going to be a lot harder to convince you. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, like, we got to keep trying. We can't just give up. Yeah. But at the same time, it really ain't going to change for another at least 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's... Once we see the Gen X take the place of uh, the boomers, then uh, that's, that's when start to see start. some change. Yeah, that's when it's going to start changing. You know, more, more like... Uh, more like women in offices, more local businesses... Mm-hmm. Um, social programs, yeah. uh, tr- uh, like LGBT protections, you know, special shit like that. Yeah. Uh, prosecution for like, you know, hate, like you, that's something we need to see sooner. I mean, but like, and see, it's so like, oh, fucking free speech. But like, if you're dressed as a Nazi, come on, <laughs> that's not free speech. That is, I'm taking for... you, you're going downtown. Pal. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, you're going downtown <laughs> or you're going to the leftist re-education camp. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh I know. Uh, so, I have uh, I have another question. It's a little loaded, but I think you'll uh, you'll oh, God you'll be able to answer this one fairly. You have to easily. realize, sir, I am intoxicated. <laughs> I know that's kind of the point. It's funny. So, are there any choices or decisions you've made? Those are the same words on the road to like self discovery that you regret today. Like when trying to explore your sexuality and trying to figure out who you are. Is there anything that you have done that you wish you hadn't? Uh, yep. <laughs> I, uh, well. <laughs> you already knew that one. Uh, uh, yes and no. Oh? I wish I had been, uh, like, <sighs> I don't know. Uh, Awkward silence there. Yeah. Mm. Um, there are things I would have done differently. Uh, yeah, I would have been, like, less weirdly sexual about it. Like, because, you know, I would go up to the, like, hicks in middle school, and I'd flirt with them, I'd wink at them and shit, and they'd, like, they'd, oh, they'd no. tell me to, like, fuck off and to stop, and I just wouldn't. I'd fucking, I'd tease them with it. And, like, straight up, if I was a, if I was a straight man doing that to a woman, that would be, like, harassment. Oh, yeah. And so... You know, it's not all them. 
by any means. Oh, yeah. I wish I'd have been less, you know, gay that way. Um, uh, and... Uh, real big regrets. Um, well, yeah, so <laughs> this one time in Quebec. Oh, boy. I'm, be I'm being prompted here, but, uh... You are. Yeah. Because I wanted to, you to talk about this. Yes, again. <laughs> um, I, I wanted you to talk about this because I felt that it would be a really great topic to discuss. On the yeah, podcast. okay, sure. Like, this isn't going anywhere, so why the yeah. hell not? Mm. Uh, unless, you know, he decides to save and I become rich and famous someday. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> well, fuck you too. <laughs> um, uh, but, um, what are you doing? I popped the cap you, off. Oh, this. you slut. What? You broke my joint holder, man. Put that shit back together. No, it's got a cap. We're having technical difficulties in the studio, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy, this studio is a shed full of, what is that? The, that is a stack of keyboards, a power source for a computer, a bunch of D-Link stuff, I don't know, Weed Whacker. It's a mixture of yard tools and computer shit. There's a bunch of processors there. That is like $400 sitting on a shelf. I don't know why we have it or what Dad was thinking collecting all this shit, but he has it. There's, there's one, two, three, four, five, a stack of five motherboards and more right beside it that I can't count. All right. Simmer. Back so, onto the topic in so, Quebec. In Quebec, mm -hmm. this, oh, bu, 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 bu. this was my second time mm -hmm. going with my boyfriend at the time, mm -hmm. and uh, among the things we tried was a gay bathhouse, and I had a lot of fun because I like nudity. Um, uh, the sexual th stuff was kind of weird. Um, you know, I wasn't totally opposed to it. I was more just about like being naked and like rubbing up on each other sort of deal. Um, but, uh, then my boyfriend, because I had done that, suggested that we try a threesome with an older man and he was really attracted to older men, but I was really not. Mm. And so, uh, when it happened, like I wanted to do it, you know, I wanted it to happen for him. Like just um, a little bit of exploration plus like wanting to make him happy. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, yeah, I ended up, uh, panicking and, um, uh, I could not like maintain an erection at all. Mm -hmm. And so I snuck away to the bathroom, said I had to pee, uh, took out my phone and I started looking up porn to try and get myself hard. Not because I wasn't attracted to my boyfriend, but because I wasn't attracted to this guy. And my boyfriend immediately, like, he, like, he walked in on me because he was, you know, checking on me, in on me. And the, the hotel bathroom door did not lock. And he opened it up and he saw me. But the porn I was looking at was of women. Because, like, I'm not 100% homosexual. I'm more of a pansexual. I prefer the term queer. Um, uh, I'm attracted to really anything that's cute. Yeah, I and, can relate to that. And so, you know... I, uh, I got the guys wasn't getting me hard. So I figured let's fire up the girls and see what happens. Now Chandler didn't know that I regularly like watch porn with women in it. Um, uh, or like, you know, he was not expecting that at all. Walked in on that and Oh my God, that was awful. Yeah. I, I can imagine that'd be rough. Yeah. Um, uh, 
he was calm and cool and collected. Even and if like, it was like other guys, yeah. But like he, he told, he told the guy, well. he told the guy, like he had to leave. And like I tried to explain like what was going on, but he like was not having it. And the guy? then no, uh, Chandler. Oh. And then he uh, walked down to the lobby out front. Was like chain smoking, and you know, I was crying up in the room because I knew Chandler was going to be so upset. And like that's one thing I hate is upsetting people. Mm. Like I just got so. I so can relate anxious. to that. I have a complex where I need to help everybody I meet. Yeah, and it it it's it's something that's frustrating to me because it affects a lot of the relationships I get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Rowan, it hasn't as much because I'm I'm starting to try and grow out of it, mm-hmm. and she's being more independent, which is great. But when it comes to like with, with that situation, with that relationship that you had with Chandler. I have been in the car multiple times, and man, I I called for champagne when you were at the dinner table that that February cold February night. You look at the phone, and with no remorse in your eyes, you go, "As of today, I am a free agent." And I I just went, "Where's the champagne? Let's get to it." Because I knew that despite him being another man, and despite it being a relationship that at the time meant a lot to you. I feel like you didn't realize how toxic it was until it was too late. I really didn't. I mm. got out of it just in time. Mm. Yeah. And so with that uh, situation, anything more to add to it or no? No, not really. I guess I regret dating him as a whole. Fair. I uh, really thought that he was like, I found, I met him in six at 16. Mm-hmm. I thought I was too ugly to find anybody. And I thought that uh, he was the only gay guy I was going to find. And I really wanted something. Because I wanted that. a relationship like everybody else had, and so I did it. And there was so so much toxic behavior, even in the first year, that you don't even recognize. And the second until year later and on. the third, that like I didn't, you know, I was just like, oh, that's just whatever. Like people fight, and like I realized, like we didn't stay together a long time because we worked well. We didn't stay together. We stayed together a long time because I was a like a doormat man. I would just let him do whatever. And you were he kept he would keep you you drawing. wanted to leave apparently like didn't you say you wanted to leave at like a lot of points but you were afraid of what was what would happen I was afraid he was going to kill himself because he tried it three times in the past Jesus well yeah. you were together Jesus yeah yeah man I I was actually shocked because for a while do you remember when he was in the hospital for saying he was just being monitored because his meds were changing that's what I told everyone that's yeah. what you told everyone and then later on you told me that's not what it was because of it was because he took a shitload of pills uh, and in an attempt to kill himself and he survived. And I was just, I was shocked at that point because you don't, like, with toxic relationships, especially with queer couples, all right, this is going to be a bit of a controversial opinion, but queer couples are too damn romanticized by media. I get having, like, um, queer inclusion, and I love to see it. Like, uh, like the couple in A Dog's Way Home. That was, like, a, a nice representation. But you can't just have the good. And have other relationships have the good and bad. Like, in in movies with straight relationships, you see them fight and argue, but stay together. But with, like, homosexuals represented, it's, it, it, it's like they're all Mary Sues who never have any problems or never argue at all. When that's simply not true. They need to realize that these are people, too, and people go oh through these God, same struggles. Yeah. If not worse, because almost every queer person is mentally ill in some way. Oh yeah, it is very very hard, especially. It youth, comes free. It comes especially free. youth. If you're in your like, if you're under thirty, and you're trying to like find a boyfriend or whatever as a man, 
mm-hmm. or a girlfriend as a woman or like just any sort of like queer relationship, nine times out of ten, you're going to have to help them deal with something. Oh, yeah. And if you're dealing with something yourself, that can be fucking awful. Yeah. And if you don't know how to help them deal with it, but you feel like obligated to, that's, oh, that sucks. It's it's so weird because I don't know how I do it sometimes, but like I'll, uh, when when Rowan's really upset, I'll just like, words will start pouring out of me. I'll look at them and I'll be like, did I just say a coherent sentence? And and I did, and it would make sense, it would make her feel better, but I, I honestly don't know what I'm doing half the time. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, as much as I'd like to be, I'm not equipped to help people. I have helped a lot of people, but I don't want to be the one they turn to all the time, although I can't resist making myself that target to be turned to. Because, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you adjusting my bike? You're gonna, you're gonna cut my brake cables, my man? What? Just, just, yep, yep, 100%. Why are you trying to assassinate me via bike accident? Because nobody will see it coming. <laughs> yeah, it's hit you, hasn't it? <laughs> All right. We got to, I want, we got to reel this shit in a little bit. <laughs> so, uh. We're starting to get a little, ooh, Off track or? Just a little deep for, uh. Well, that's the point. As far as disclosure to a high school teacher goes. Fair. uh, Fair. So, yeah. uh, Overall, how do you feel about the way you've handled, handled, like, your own sexuality and personality? I think I've done a pretty good job. There's definitely been some fuck-ups along the road. Oh, certainly. uh, I think, by and large, I'm doing all right. Oh, yeah. I don't have a criminal record. I uh, don't have... That's just because you didn't get caught. Come on. I don't have too many people that hate me. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got a lot going for me. I'm doing pretty good, honestly. That's good to hear. Why are you trying to adjust my brake cables on my bike? Not your brake cables. Well, it's it's my cable cables. I don't know. It's this. It's the snap. It's broken. The snap is... Oh, well, well, fuck. Oh, yeah, that's... That's not broken. That's just... Wait, are you talking about this? Oh, well, that's that's a shame. Man... What a weird spot to have a podcast, especially about such deep topics. We've had all the conversations here about, oh, so many subjects. And the audio is not actually that bad. Like, it's not very... That's because, I think that's because the building's insulated. You can tell that by the cylinder of insulation hanging out of the ceiling next to the ceiling fan that never stops running. It's a sheet. It it looks like a cylinder. All the cracked luminescent lights somehow have stuff in them. I really hope I have the money in the future to just fucking renovate the shit out of this place but oh, like i don't want to touch it. it what do you mean because this place i don't know if you've seen the roof hmm. moss city man oh yeah certainly and that that is like some dark that is like some dark stuff hmm. on that insulation yeah like we have, have to have respirators tear that off and completely hmm. gut hmm. the roof and build a new one that would really suck dick yeah i want to i still want to turn this place into an entertainment center i think that's oh yeah you still want to turn our house into a resort, don't you? Yep. <laughs> I'm going to thicken the woods on every side. Oh, I hated that. When mom had uh, had our, uh, we won't say the name, we'll just say uh, the groundskeeper. <laughs> when they had someone come up and do some like um, yard work for us. And they didn't even discuss it with us, even though we live here. We like having the privacy. We're the only ones who use the pool, and half the time we use it for skinny dipping. Yes. And I can't do that anymore because there's no more trees in the front yard. Just do it. No, no, no. You just turn off the lights in the house. Like, turn off the porch light Mm -hmm. so it's not shining in the pool, and then turn on the pool light so they're shining out into the yard, and then nobody will see you. 
Ooh, fair. Yeah, that's what that's what uh, Nick, Emily, and Corey and I did. Mm. Yeah, because with man, it's just the lack of privacy in general. I liked being able to walk around in my yard doing weird shit, just like messing around, role playing, playing Maple Leaf. I don't care. I I'd love to do that, but now I look like I have something wrong with me whenever I do it because everyone can see me. Uh, man, what a trip! Huh, this is a it's a fun conversation we're having, isn't it? Oh, it really is. Mm. It's first time recording too. Very interesting time. Yeah, first uh, first cut. First cut. It's the director's cut. Director's <laughs> cut. Yeah, Mr. Dowling's gonna have this, and uh, by by the time we get famous, he's gonna it's gonna be worth millions of dollars, like you said, and I denied. Uh, there's just metal pieces around here. I think being in here is a hazard, but that adds to it. There's metal pieces everywhere, Noah. Everything's metal except for the walls. I got new vape juice today. It's oh. pineapple. Oh fuck! I I love pretty much anything pineapple flavor, but it sucks because like uh, I feel so bad for people who are allergic to pineapple. Who Jess? Y- yeah, Jess. Rowan's allergic to pineapple too. Rowan? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I just thought you are missing out. Pineapple is so good. <coughs> oh I think God. we're getting a little off topic. Might have to cut a little bit of this out. But uh, <coughs> is there anything you'd like me to ask you? Oh God. Um. <laughs> Or anything you'd like to talk about, I guess. I wouldn't have to ask you, really. Well, how long have we been going for here? Uh, oh, we can go for as long as we really want, but so far we've been going for, uh, let's see here, 37 minutes. Let's cap it at 40. Let's cap it at 40? All right, three minutes, lightning round. Let's go. What do you got? Okay. Um... Something controversial but fairly school appropriate. Oh, it doesn't have to be school appropriate. We're not showing this in front of the class. It's just for the teacher. Uh, all right. So, Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah? Good show. Mm-hmm. Pretty woke. Oh, no. Where are you going with this? The creator. Yeah? Made a joke about ten years ago. Mm-hmm. About uh, fucking a baby doll. And the oh, God. had surfaced. He didn't actually do it. It was just like a joke. Like he was just like mimicking it. Oh, okay. And, uh... Was it like a CPR doll or something? Probably. <laughs> and, like, he fucking, uh... The video had resurfaced. And mm-hmm. people are calling for him to be cancelled. How do you feel about cancel culture? And do Ooh. you think that specific one... Do you think that is like a, uh... You know... You think everybody should drop everything and just boycott Rick and Morty, even though it's a beloved show? Should we separate the art from the artist? Mm-hmm. Can you do that while they're still living? Yeah. So with cancel culture, uh, this has just turned into a full leftist thing. I'm just going to have to change the topic from homosexual to leftist so that we can keep all of this in because it's real good content. Either Queer way. Unionism. What? Unionism. <laughs> oh, good God. Uh, so... With cancel culture, I think it is an idea that is good on paper, not good in practice, because of the people that execute it. Because Do much of a witch hunt. Yes, exactly. Whereas, cancel culture should be valid if whatever is being canceled for, like, if whatever happened, happened within the last, like, five years at most. Mm-hmm. Anything past that is fair game, because people can change, obviously. I know that, you know that, everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. So, you can't really get on somebody's case about something like that, but if you're going to participate in it and actively cancel, 
other creators and other like creators, influencers, artists, TV show hosts, whatever, actors, actresses, any of that. You have to be equal with it. When somebody fucks up, everybody does. Like, if you can hold, for example, famous YouTuber PewDiePie mm-hmm. said the N-word hard R on his stream out of frustration. Multiple times. Mo- multiple times? Yeah, he's done it more than once. Jesus. I didn't know that, but either way, has said that several times. And I never hear a word about it, ever, because he's super popular and he's got a hive mind behind him. However, if another creator steps out of line, they don't. They, they get, like, chastised for it, put on the cross and burned at the stake. But I, I agree with that. They should be called out for that. It's a bad thing and they shouldn't do it. But if you're going to call someone out for it, call everyone out for it because i guarantee you that some of the same people boycotting uh, the other person who said oh, the same word said the N-word. have either said it or have defended someone else for saying it because they like their content mm-hmm. it's i find it's a lot of the time biased because of who they like like if a random guy says something racist versus grandpa saying something racist it's mm-hmm. like oh he's just old versus odd oh, he's an asshole like you know if you know them if you have a personal relationship then you're like um, uh, normally you'll, like, you'll... Make excuses. Make excuses and yeah. stuff for them, yeah. Man. Yeah, cancel culture is kind of like, uh... It's a slippery slope. Mm. It's it's a, it's also a two-race street, and people have to acknowledge that before they go out and actually practice. Racism's uh, a two-way street? No. Cancel culture. Did oh, I say cancel. racism? No, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I thought I misspoke. Damn. Oh. Uh... It's so weird to think how far we've come during quarantine in terms of our views. Ugh. I remember vividly a very late night, 11 p.m. to like 1 a.m. walk. Or probably just a 12 p.m. We did not walk for two at three hours. What about the... Nah, I think our longest walk was up to the cemetery and back. Yeah, but we weren't back at 1 in the morning, I don't think. We left at 12 and we're back at like 1.30. I think. Either way, late night walk around 11 or 12 p.m., we were talking about how we just really didn't like conflict, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't, we, we were people pleasers, you and I. Yes. Yeah. So when we piss people off, we feel bad, even though we might be in the right or the wrong. We like don't acknowledge that and just, hey, I hurt somebody's feelings. That's a shitty thing. Yeah. But I remember what the, what we were talking about was how you pissed off some guys uh, and were upset because everyone was like, because a bunch of people in a comment section were pissed at you yeah. because they were ACAB supporters and you were not. I was early. I was for, you know, changes and stuff. Yeah. But I could, I refused to believe that every cop who ever signed up to be a cop is just doing it to be an asshole, to be like an evil motherfucker. They don't want to serve their community. They just want to be dicks and they all have a power complex. Because at the time you didn't really understand what ACAB was either. No. Like, it's not ACAB and defund the police. I'm like, what are you guys, dumb? What are you guys going to like, who are you going to call? You know, Ghostbusters? Yeah. No, they're not real. You know, shit like that. But like, now A-Cab, you realize. What do you mean A-Cab? Like, I'm, I know some g- real cool cops. Yeah. And, uh, but now it's like, you know, it's a catchy slogan. It gets people's attentions, but Christ, does it cause division? Because it's hard. It's so hard for people to just look past that. Like when they say all cops are bastards, obviously they don't mean like, you know, your uncle is a bad person who's, like, should be fucking, like, hung. Yeah. It means that, like, the police are actively, like, working for the state in enforcing 
laws that uh, are unfair to some, like minorities and things like that, and uh, marginalized populations. Yeah, they they do that. They sign up for the job. Uh, no, and like that. they they have to go to the academy. They have to go to the academy, and like you know, it's a little expensive to just go and then say this isn't for me. But if you go, you learn all about it. Yeah, like you, and then first couple like. You, I think you have like a year or six months like trial period. Mm-hmm. There's no way that you wouldn't see a um, like racial bias, racial bias, and just toxic policing culture that's always been there. Mm-hmm. It's gotten better, yeah, certainly from the 50s and the 60s. Yeah, it's gotten better, but a lot of people's standards of racism is the 50s and the 60s. This is true. You know, you have to be I, burning I mean, a cross. I, you have to be I, burning yeah. a cross on a black man's lawn to be considered racist by yeah. some of these like by some of the older folks yeah. these days. And that is racist, Mississippi like, burning yeah. is what they fucking saw. Yeah. And so they don't understand microaggressions and things like yeah. that. And so but the policing culture has not come as far as it had, mm-hmm. as far as it needs to. Yeah, I really don't re- uh, don't like when people say stuff like, um, in in total, if racism, why black president at one time? Oh my god! Because I mean, yeah, sure, he got elected twice. He happened to be black. He was also kind of a shit president. Uh, killed a lot of people in Syria, and but like, you can't just say he had it easy. It's not like he got like the door held open for him because he was black. He struggled. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and even when he was in the White House, they had like protests outside, all kinds of crazy shit going oh, on. Oh yeah, not nearly as big as what's going on now, believe me. But they're like they had like mannequins of him being lynched outside the like outside the I White know. House. I know. Could you imagine? And then people use that use his presidency as an excuse to say racism doesn't exist, but it's only because they haven't witnessed it because they lived in Timbuktu. Macklemore ended racism. Huh? Macklemore ended racism. Did he though? <laughs> Like, uh, who should, uh, who should have this, uh, music award? Should it be these five, uh, like, black guys who revolutionized the place and talked about their struggles and, uh, rapped about, like, actual hard shit? Or should it be, uh, sh- should it be Thrift Shop? <laughs> and guess what? They fucking chose Thrift Shop. <laughs> um, man. This is, uh, this is taking a fun turn. I like where this is going. Yeah, we might just have to make it a fucking hour. We just might. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's cap it at fifty. Six minutes later, here we are. Or let's cap it at forty. We we say cap it at forty, and yeah, here we are. Uh, I got a dry mouth. Oh yeah, man, sucks. That sucks. Dry mouth, terrible. Yeah, just a rough time, man. How do you feel? I hear this a lot in okay. leftist uh, culture. Sure, and I semi agree with it. I can understand. I can get behind it. How do you feel about the decriminalization? Of drugs. Oh, Hunter, I support that shit. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. I I support uh, enforcing laws on, like, you know, um, people who, like, import drugs and make drugs, but, you know, and sell drugs, Mm -hmm. but if you are a, um, like, if you're just a drug user, if you're an addict who maybe got, like, say, like, peer pressured Mm -hmm. or... um, And then got stuck with it. And got stuck with it, or like just made a bad decision, and like you know everybody makes mistakes. Some people just make the wrong ones, mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, you end up as like an just addict, a, a poster you child know, for if what you, you don't want to become. You know you're already in a bad spot. Going to jail <clears throat> is not going to help. 
You yeah. If you go to jail, you're not getting out of that bad spot because a criminal record is not going to look good on your resume. No, oh my God, you will not get a loan. You can't get a mortgage, a job, a government job. You can't join the army. You couldn't be like, there's it puts up so many barriers. You have to work so much harder. And, and that's, that's just a criminal record baseline criminal record. That doesn't mean that doesn't state yeah. Let any alone specific let's crimes. say that could be a minor crime, like. Uh, like a drunken brawl in the street, and boom, you can you can't have a mortgage, you can't get a loan, you can't join the military, and you can't become a police officer. You can't do a bunch of shit just because you made one mistake one like shitty night. Yeah, I don't think one mistake should define the future of others. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so this has gone from a queer discussion to a full-on leftist discussion. <laughs> oh god. And I don't mind that whatsoever. Um. When it comes to your sexuality, oh, Jesus, yeah, um, what was I gonna ask? God damn it! <laughs> Do you think? Uh, hmm, is there anything that you see now that you just like? You know, deep down, people are faking it. Like, uh, like acceptance. You mean? Uh, fuck, I am not good at wording this. Uh, have you ever met someone? who was like just really a shit to you because you were uh because you were gay and then you see them like years and years later changing tunes now that it's become more popular um cuz i've i've seen a couple guys yeah i've seen a couple guys preaching for acceptance on social media and then call somebody a faggot at school yeah i've seen uh, i've seen some stuff like that uh, I've had people who were mean to me then not be mean to me, but I've also had people who were mean to me just be mean to me. And, uh, like, you know, some of them won't change. Some of them do. I'm glad the ones that do do, but, yeah. uh, the ones that don't, oh, well. Oh, well. You know, I just don't associate with them. What are you going to do? I had on mascara and a light, like, lip gloss this morning. Oh, yeah. And, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that was a fun conversation. And mom was like, I would not hire you for a job if... I was interviewing you, and I'm like, like, "Well, I wouldn't want to work there." Then. I'm like, Fuck you. I, "It's like it's a good thing I don't want to work for you." Then, yeah. like you know, I want to work in a place. It's that's like, well, I'm not going handing me out for me. Yeah, it's like I'm not handing out resumes. I'm doing. I'm, I'm minding my business, and as should you. Yeah. Same with like, oh man, ooh, oh Jesus, oh that felt weird. My ear just popped. Um, ugh. a good topic to discuss now to just to fill the last ten minutes if we're going on leftist is women's rights. Oh. Uh, and just like, well, not really, well, let's, let's not say rights like in a right sense, like a political sense or a, a, a law sense, but like struggles they face. In like social challenges? Yes, yes, exactly, social. Because with uh, men and women, both struggle for being men and women. Mm-hmm. I personally believe, and this is just my belief, not something that could be taken to heart take it with a grain of salt this is my i this is what my opinion is sure that men do not have it or wait uh that men have it easier than women oh yeah definitely because of multiple reasons they both struggle yes they struggle in their own way and to an extent it can be considered equal but what the women struggle with tends to outweigh what the men struggle with like for example a lot of men struggle with um uh, uh, disproportionate like uh, divorce rates and losing all their stuff to divorce because they are men and it just uh, it just so happens that like usually women 
make out like bandits in those situations. However, women get sexually assaulted far more and get raped far more and have uh, and are diagnosed with mental illness far more than men are. And are like, you know, catcalled and shit like that. Oh, yeah. And assaulted. yeah, not only that. Yeah, I, I mentioned like sexual assault. It's happened to almost every girl I know. And I'm 16 years old. And it's happened from grown men. It's disgusting. And you know what? A lot of it is... Uh, some of it's being preached by the parents. Oh, my God. Yep. It's it's really weird. It's, uh... Yeah. Like, uh, another thing that really irks me is just people who get up in your face about abortion even though they're men. Oh, my God. Man. No uterus, no opinion. There it is. Because, um... Oh, man, with Clinic 554 shutting down, that was a real bitch. That was a real bitch. Because, like, it's it's not just abortions. It's not. It's estrogen pills. It's the titty skittles. It's everything. It's all to do with Planned Parenthood. It's for, pre- like, pregnant mothers who need ultrasounds or anything, really. It's 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 like a women's health care center. <laughs> Why shut it down just because and of queer. one thing that it does? Huh? And queer. Oh, yes. Yeah, because... A lot of places that do a lot of good are shut down because those who run the government don't understand them. You remember I told you Boom was opening opening up as a warming shelter? Yeah, yeah. Is that not happening anymore? It was open uh, Friday night Mm. and Saturday night. Mm. And then they got the notice that they had to shut down. What? Because their insurance, they're not zoned by the city. Zoned? What do you mean? Like, the cities have zoning. Uh And that is a commercial zone. Yeah. It is not zoned as a homeless shelter. Oof. And so they're not allowed to have a homeless shelter there. And they were going to get a fine if they didn't. And so they were allowed one more night, Sunday. It was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. And apparently there was a knife fight there, too. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. It's probably just poor regulation, lack of preparation. That's really what it was. Because, honestly, it was done kind of on the fly. It was, oh, a very... was, it, was it not like in the... Was it, was it not like a few weeks in the making, or...? Uh, it was like, yeah, a few weeks in the making, but Phoenix was a year in the making. Oh, yeah. Fair, yeah. fair. Hmm. Um, who, who came up with the idea? Was it the previous owners? Uh, yeah. No, oh. it was the owner now. Mm-hmm. I teamed up with uh, one of her friends and was like, yeah, we're going to hmm. we're gonna do this. Yep. And they did for three days, but then apparently there was a knife fight and they got shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew. So we're at 53 minutes, and I believe we do have run out of topics to discuss. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm out of things to talk about. Yeah, um, so uh, if if that'll be our outro, thank you for joining us in the Smoke Shed for our fun leftist propaganda. Uh, don't worry, it won't all be like this. When we add, when we do more episodes, it won't all just be leftist propaganda. I mean, sure, we'll sprinkle some in there, but it'll be all kinds of deep topics that we talk about. It's the Smoke Shed. We get into it all here. So you know what? Stick around if it suits your boot. Have an excellent night, and God bless you.